Good afternoon, everybody. Today is August 29th, I think. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> this is Phenomenally Purposeful You. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Empress. And if you're not new to this podcast and you've been rocking with me for a little while or from the very beginning, thank you so much for being here with me, going along this journey with me and just being amazing, awesome people. I um, had been thinking what I wanted to talk about and what God has put in my heart. And (laughs) it's funny because I keep going back to breakthrough. I keep going back to a shift. And, um, you know, in my last podcast, I was, God had gave me a word of breakthrough. And, um, there was a lot, you know, going on and some people were just needing a breakthrough. You know, God gave me a word of breakthrough and I was thinking, you know, Lord, is it for me? Is it for someone I know? Is it for my, you know, listeners? It's a, you know, what, who needs a breakthrough? And, you know, he never revealed to me who it was for, but I knew someone needed a breakthrough. Um, something that you've been praying for was about to be answered and um, or you were going to see the fruits of your pray- of your answered prayers. Um, <clears throat> and so today I wanted to touch bases with you guys and um, kind of have a mindful moment. It's thundering outside where I'm at. It's crazy because like I can see the sun bright on one side of the sky and the other side it's like getting grayish. But um. I, before I take some more resting, I've been resting a lot this weekend. Um, Recently, I, let's talk about fear. Um, Or not even fear. Um, I'll just share with you my experience for the last week or weeks. So, um, excuse me. So I know this isn't, I don't know if this is biblically related, um, actually, but a lot of us are, so busy with our goal and our day-to-day routines and I know I talked about self-care but I want to take it to where if you're getting sick or if you're not listening to your body your body will shut you down and to the point where you're like okay I really need to rest and so that's been me this last couple of um, days and weeks so I had three days off Last week, I took some time off. I really needed it because I was like, I'm finishing school for the summer semester. I want to take a break. I have a two-week break from school, but I needed a mental break from work. Work for me had picked up and it got super busy and I'm so grateful, but I also felt the burden of my job duties really hitting me hard. And so um, if many of you don't know, I have asthma. It's very mild and my I never had like a severe asthma attack where I needed to go to the hospital or anything like that immediately but I was off you know the later last week the later the latter part of last week and I was having issues breathing like not where it was noticeable around people I was around if I was around anyone, but it was noticeable to me. And I didn't 
I could talk, I could walk, I could, you know, breathe fine and feel great. But I felt a tightness in my chest. And I said, okay, you know, at first I'm like, okay, it's not tight enough to where I feel like I'm having a heart attack, but it did alert me, right? Excuse me. So I went to the doctor days later because me, I'm going to try to fight this at home. I'm like, okay, let me take some decongestion medication. You know, I would go to my number one medication that makes me feel better all the time. I was like, I need to rest. I'm like my shower, the steamer, you know, something like that, that can help get, I'll drink some uh, gargoyle with some salt water. Like I was trying every uh, home remedy that I could think of or look up that didn't involve alcohol. Cause they always say like, you can take, um, I think it's whiskey and it'll help with a cold or anything like that. So, you know, we're still in a pandemic and I started mentally panicking. And I was just like, okay, Lord, I pray this isn't COVID. I pray it's not COVID related because I had no other symptoms. I wasn't coughing. I wasn't sneezing, nothing. But I had that tightness in my chest and it really activated at night. At one point, it activated in certain areas in my house. So like my living room, it would hurt more in my living room than it did in my bedroom or in some days it'll switch it'll be my chest would be more tighter in my bedroom than it was in my living room and I was like okay what is really going on and I walked outside and I would be kind of short of breath outside and I'm like okay something really is wrong excuse me as you can probably still hear a little bit as I keep clearing my throat I'm getting over it but um thank god it wasn't covid And like I said, I knew it wasn't because I was thinking to myself, I would be the only person I heard of who had only one symptom when it comes to COVID. Either you're asymptomatic and have no symptoms or you have multiple symptoms. But it's rare that you'll find someone who had just one and tested positive. So when I went back to work, I took the test on that Monday. We didn't get our results back till later on that Wednesday. So that Tuesday, I was at the office and... I still was having that that tightness and like throughout the day and I was like I can't wait until and I was looking for I was looking through my insurance my medical insurance and I was like okay I need to find an urgent care or a doctor something immediately because I don't have a primary doctor you guys I was looking and I kept seeing appointments here appointments here but they were like scheduled for further days out the month I mean, further days out the week, eventually into there was no appointments until September. And I was like, okay, no, I need to find something like today because now I'm starting to get worried. Now I'm starting to get concerned. And I was telling my friends and my parents, I was like, this is really concerning me considering the fact of my medical history. I've had pneumonia before. I have asthma And so I was always told, you know, use my inhaler when needed. So even when at one point, you guys, I was using my inhaler and it was not working. Excuse me. The tightness was still there. And I was just like, not tight where I'm like, (gasps) but it was still like, at one point, I I always said this. I felt like there's like 20% of my, of my bronchial tubes that just weren't getting air or my lungs just weren't getting air. So it was like 30% of it felt like I wasn't getting enough air. 
And so I was at work and I was like, I need to make an appointment at the urgent care. Like, I don't want to go to the emergency room, but I'll go to the urgent care because I don't have a primary doctor. So I went to this website and whatever, looked up urgent cares near my area, found an urgent care the same day later on that afternoon and made an appointment. You guys, when I refreshed that page after I submitted my appointment, there were none available for that day. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. But I was able to get one in at four o'clock. And my boss was like, yeah, you can go to the doctor. Like, it's fine. Like, go to get yourself checked out. So I went to the doctor. They were like, oh, do you want, <clears throat> do you want us to do a COVID test? And I was like, no, because I already had one yesterday. And we're getting our results today, which I was told from the guy that does our COVID test that I was going to get my results the next business day, which we ended up getting on like Wednesday morning. So I... Um, I talked to the doctor, you know, they, they check your O2, they check your breathing, all of these things, your blood pressure, my O2, which is your oxygen level was perfect. It was right where it should be. There was no alarms. And so the nurse was like, well, nothing's going on with your O2, which is great, but we're going to have the doctor come check your heart or, you know, check your breathing or we'll check your chest, see what they can hear. The doctor said he could hear a little bit of you know, the tightness that he could hear it. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I kept thinking of the worst things, you guys. Like, I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to go out. I'm in my late 20s. And I'm like, I'm going to just go out like this. Like, I'm, I, I might be, like, I, I was nervous. Because I was like, oh my God, what if they have to send me to the hospital? Now with COVID going on, I that's the last place I want to be. Right? But I knew that I needed to get better. I knew that something was wrong. And I'm so glad that I went to the doctor. Um, and so the doctor prescribed me with medication. And he said, I want you to take these. He's like, this is going to help open up your airways and whatever is in there come out. So that's why you guys hear me clearing my throat. That's why my voice sounds a little raspy. <coughs> Excuse me. Because that mucus is trying to come out. Um, so I feel a lot better compared to how I was feeling. And the point of this message is to listen to your body. Our body tells us exactly what's going on and we just have to slow down and listen to it. And I want to bring this back to, you know, I like I said, work had been picking up and gotten very busy for me. And then, you know, right now I'm doing a devotional on how to slow down and make time for God. We're so busy in our lives that we tend to miss out on things in life because we're too busy. Some of you might be so busy with your job that you miss out on your kids' games, if they're in activities, if they're doing gymnastics or cheerleading or sports or even artistic things like you know art fairs and science fairs and all of these things. We're so busy caught up in our own lives that we miss out on what our loved ones are doing or the things that we could do for bettering ourselves. I myself had had a conversation with a friend of mine and she is like her her career is exercise based. And I'm always like, how do you have time? Like, how do you make time? And I said, when I started school, it just it just made it, you know, my time period feels shorter, et cetera. I feel like I don't have enough time to take care of myself. And she just tells me, you know, keep trying, just try one day at a time. And another one of my friends was like, you know, it takes 21 days for us to create a habit. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Um, 
I'm now in this period where I want to do better for myself, not just my actual health. I scheduled a doctor's appointment with a physician that technically I got assigned to with my insurance. And so I made an appointment to get a full check, like, you know, what is going on? I am getting older and I should be going to the doctor, you know, so I need to listen to my body. Um, you know, my chest was getting tight and it was causing me very much discomfort at night. I would wake up feeling like I couldn't breathe and I would wake up in the middle of the night and toss and turn and I'll probably go back to sleep and it would feel like I slept for 10 minutes and then I'll be back up again. And I got to this point, you guys, where I'm just like, I can't do this. I need to get help. I need to go to the doctor. So same thing when it comes to certain things in our lives. We need to listen to our bodies. We can't ignore our bodies. Same thing with our spiritual health, you guys. When we feel like, like, okay, so when you, you, for our physical body, we need to eat proper food. We need to take proper medication if you're on medication for certain things, or mainly just exercise, mainly for the younger generation. And I mean, like, when I say young, I mean, like, mid 40s and below for us to be healthy what do we have to do eat right well for anybody to really be healthy eat right exercise listen to your body listen to your mind when your mind is in a good place your body flows with it so me knowing I was stressed from work knowing I was stressed from school Knowing that I don't really take breaks like I do, I should, my body was telling me, okay, you need a break. So when I took those three days off, even on my three days off, I was still working. I had a huge case that I had just gotten the, that week, and it was a, a, a very stressful, um, a very stressful case I had where I was trying to help this single mom and her two children. And it was just very, very stressful for me, knowing the situation they were in and knowing I had very, very limited. My my assistance part in helping them was very limited. And so I was just trying to get her the best help I could and decide what was best for her. And so with that, I got to a point where I was working on my day off, one of my days off. I had called my boss, see if she had an update, anything like that. Nothing was updated. Nothing was going on. And so I felt that stress of having that desire to help that family. And I wasn't resting. I went and saw my goddaughter, saw my cousin and my little cousin, and, I was, and my aunt and my uncle, and I was excited to see my family because I haven't seen them in months. But at the same time, my mind was still on work. So I wasn't fully resting, Right. I come back to work, I jump into everything that I need to get done. And then I realized the breathing, the chest pain, all of these things. And I said, let me go to the doctor. And even if it is like a infection, a viral infection because of something in the air, it took for me to get that, for that to happen to me, for me to be like, okay, no, you really need to slow down. You really need to not stress. You really need to take care of yourself. You can't do 
any good for anyone else if you don't take care of you. So even in your, even when it comes to your spiritual health, you have to stay guarded in your word. You have to stay rooted in your word. You have to read God's word. You have to study it. You have to be embedded in it so it, it's, it can embed in you. So when you go through things, you can speak scripture over it. You can pray over your life. You can do these things that you need to do to help your spiritual life grow. Go to go to church. If you're like me and because of the COVID pandemic, you're like, I'm not going to go to church. Watch it online. If your church has availability for you to watch online, watch online. If you never go to church and you want to start looking for a church home, Try that. Look in your area. What churches have online services? There's plenty of online services online. There's times where I may not watch my pastor's church, but I'll watch my college pastors. Or even if I don't watch them too, I might watch something from another pastor online. You know, so get guarded and get get in your word. I know for me, I'm speaking to myself, excuse me, as well, about getting into my word. That's one thing that I'm trying to do as well is excuse me, make more time for God. Instead of being on your phone, on Instagram or on TikTok or YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, whatever social media, Snapchat is out there and you're scrolling, excuse me, for hours and hours and hours and hours, or you're binge watching your favorite TV show for hours and hours and hours, cut some of that in half and read your word. Me, I don't start my day, whether it's a weekend or a weekday without doing my devotions. I feel really weird when I do it. It becomes part of my habit. It becomes part of my lifestyle because I knew I thirst and hungered for the Lord and I knew that I needed to be in his word. And through His, through my devotions, that's how I'm spending time with the Lord. And it's teaching me things. I'm doing more than one devotional on my Bible app to help me where God's helping me in different areas. I might be learning about this with one devotion, learning about something else in a different devotion, but it all ends up tying together. And so I'm telling you all this because we have to take care of ourselves. We can't be, like I said earlier, we can't be good to no one else, not our children, our spouses, our co-workers, our bosses, even if we're our employees and we're our own bosses our friends, our family, we cannot be good to other people. We cannot help other people. We don't help ourselves. How can we help someone reach their full potential if we, or help them inspire to be in a, in a, in a better position or a better um, potential if we are at our best? When I don't feel 100, I can't help other people. When I don't feel my best, I don't, I can't be a good friend. I can't be a great daughter. I don't, I, when I'm very exhausted and I'm tired, I told my best friend the other day, I was last, I think two weeks ago, I was feeling so exhausted. I was like, honestly, I don't want to hear from no one. I'd rather just shut my phone completely off and turn it back on when I feel like it. But I knew I couldn't do that because number one, my phone is my alarm clock. And number two, I didn't want anyone to worry about me. So I said, you know, that's why my phone is constantly on do not disturb. If you're not in my favorites, you cannot get through. I will call you back when I can, or I will text you when I can. I need some time for me. There was one day I called my mom and I said, Mommy, I'm not feeling good. I'm going to just lay down when I get home, take a shower. I had to eat because of my the medicine I was taking. But 
I was, because I don't like to take medicine without food in my stomach. That's just me. I don't care if you need medicine or not. I, I mean, if you need food or not with the medication, I don't like, I wouldn't even take aspirin without having food on my stomach. So for me, I'm like, mom, I had a great, I had a busy day today. I talked to her about her day. I said, please, I am going to go home, take a shower, eat my dinner like something to put on my stomach, take my medicine and lay down. I said, my body may not let me go to sleep because it's early, but I am going to lay down, put my phone down and just chill out. Like, have you ever gotten to a point where you're so exhausted, you're mentally tired, your eyes hurt because all you do is look at your phone or you're looking at a screen, whether it's a TV or a phone, tablet, whatever, or you're just mentally exhausted because of everything that you deal with from your day-to-day routine that you just need to relax? On my weekends, when I'm not in school, it's my time to, well, even if I am in school, my weekends typically are I relax and I do cleaning. I do laundry. I try to get all of it done at once. It's a bad habit that I have that I don't, but at least I try to be somewhat productive. But I'm also at a point where I'm like, I don't even want to lift my phone. I just want to sleep all day. That's how I handle when I'm stressed. You got to find what you what you what you want to do, how to handle your stress in a proper way. Don't go to drugs. Don't go to don't go to substances. Don't do nothing crazy. Don't kill nobody. Do stuff that works for you. And so I know for me, I told my mom this the other day. I said, working out. I said, honestly, if I could just stay consistent with my workouts, what? It's not even about trying to look smaller or look cute or whatever, whatever. It's about feeling good. And I said, my, I told my mom, I said, when I do work out, I mean, I may complain and say, I really don't want to go to the gym. But once I get halfway through my workout, I just feel good because I'm moving around. I'm not stationary. I'm getting my heart rate up. Even if I'm not pushing myself to my minute, my maximum because of how I'm feeling, I'm still pushing. I still feel good. When I go work out and I'm done and I'm sweaty I might feel like ugh, I'm gross but at the same time I'm like you did it you went you did your workout you didn't stay at home in the bed all day you were productive there are times where I do stay in my bed all weekend and get up only to eat use the bathroom take a shower I might go from the couch back to bed back from the bed to the couch and that's okay sometimes I just don't sometimes you might not just want to do anything you might not want to do anything You might be like, listen, I've had a rough couple of weeks. I'm tired. And even working out takes a lot of energy out of me that I don't already have. So I'm not going to work out these two weekend, this weekend, but I am going to go back on Monday and I am going to do better. So I'm challenging you guys. I'm sorry this isn't a biblical um, post today, even though it's our lovely Sundays. Um, I just wanted to challenge you guys and share my story with you about how we need to be better caretaker of ourselves we have to mentally do better physically do better and spiritually do better so with mental health if you have to meditate if you have to calm your nerves and empty your mind and just listen to meditation music or listen to for me i listen to meditation music when i when i'm having those moments or i or i pray honestly just sometimes releasing everything to god and telling god God, this is on my heart. This is on my mind. This is everything that's been bothering me. Or this is what's weighing on my brain. 
can you help me? I'm giving it to you. Take it from me. I don't have power to control anything. And all of a sudden, I would feel the stress go away. And then sometimes, like I said, my number one go-to sometimes is to sleep. Like, I will be so emotionally heavy or psychologically heavy that I would need to just sleep it off. Sometimes prayer is not my number one go-to, and I'm not going to say it is. When it comes to certain things, yes, but when it comes to this and my mental health or my physical, my mental and spiritual health, sometimes the, my first reaction is to go to sleep if I can. I may not think like, oh, let me pray it off me. Let me just sleep it off. But I got to do better. That's my part of admitting that I'm wrong and I got to do better. Pray it first, sleep second. <laughs> but I wanted to challenge you guys. I don't want, I'm challenging myself for us to do better self-care of ourselves whether it's our mental health, our physical health, or our spiritual health. And if we're struggling in certain areas, in all areas, it's okay. We're all going to struggle, but we're all going to get through it. If you ask the Lord to give you strength and diligence and wisdom and knowledge and discernment and confidence and consistency, the things that we pray for specifically out of our mouth, God will give us the answer. So I'm going to go ahead and pray, and I'll end this podcast episode. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this podcast. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for you. I thank you, Lord, that you're giving us these tools and this knowledge and this wisdom and this discernment, Lord, to do what you call us to do every day on a daily basis. Lord, I pray that you were, thank you for the reminder for me to take care of myself. It took for me to get a little sick. For me to realize I need to slow down, take the stress off myself, take the stress off my, my what my job stresses me out as, and continue to just do what I can honestly do in an eight-hour period. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that I wasn't seriously in, in much health condition. It wasn't too bad, but I pray that you continue to heal and work healing through my mental space, my physical health, and my spiritual health as well. Heavenly Father, God, I ask for healing upon my listeners and their families. Heavenly Father, I ask that you heal them physically, mentally, spiritually. Heavenly Father, any stress that they are feeling, I pray that they bring it to you and lay down at your feet, at the altar, what they're feeling. Heavenly Father, God, I pray that you continue to work in us as we begin our next month of September. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for the October, the things that you've done so far this year. Heavenly Father, God, the breakthroughs that we have encountered this year. We thank you. Lord, I pray that when September comes, Lord, that it'll be a better month than the last eight months. That this next few months at the end of the year, they will be better than our last eight months, Heavenly Father God. That, Lord, that your you will show us your vision for our lives and you will continue to manifest and develop us and transform us daily. Lord, I pray for my listeners and myself, Heavenly Father God, for our families. Keep us all safe, our friends safe, our loved ones safe, Heavenly Father God. I pray for those in Indiana right I'm sorry, in Louisiana right now, Heavenly Father God, that are going through some things and hurting right now, Heavenly Father God, with this hurricane, that it's that some of them might be triggered, that it reminds them of Hurricane Katrina. I pray for all those that were able to evacuate, that they got to their destination safely, Heavenly Father. I pray for those that are are in um, that are might still be in Louisiana that may have not been able to evacuate, Heavenly Father God, that you protect them and cover their homes 
um, their families, just everything, Heavenly Father, God, that you put your hands upon those families and those individuals. I pray for those that are in Afghanistan, Heavenly Father, God, trying to leave because of the Taliban that's happening right now, Heavenly Father, God, and those that have already been gone. I pray for those who have lost their loved ones in the suicide bombing, Heavenly Father, God. I pray for our country who have lost so many people that were serving our country, Heavenly Father, God, their families who have lost loved ones. I saw a post about a, a woman posting that her husband would have been an awesome father, Heavenly Father, God, and how she's due to give birth any day. And Lord, I just pray for those families that have lost their loved ones from the bombing. Heavenly Father, God, that you comfort them where they're at. Comfort them and give them the peace that they need, Heavenly Father, God. Lord, I pray that they feel your spirit. Lord, I pray that even though there's so much chaos going on in this world, we're in a pandemic, there's these storms out here, these the, uh, the Taliban, all of the persecution of Christians are happening, all of these things that are happening, Heavenly Father, God. But we know that you're the God, you're the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the King of Peace, the Prince of Peace. And Lord, we ask that you will all these things be done in your will, Heavenly Father God. We ask for healing upon our country. We ask for healing upon our land. We ask for healing upon every country, every city, every state, every single household in this world, Heavenly Father God. We ask that you will do a miraculous miracle, Heavenly Father God. We all know that this is part of your plan for greater good. Your word says that good comes to those who love you, Heavenly Father God, and we love you and we yearn for you, Heavenly Father God. We yearn for your vision, for everything that you want and desire for our lives, God. We desire it, Heavenly Father God. Let your will be done, Heavenly Father. We thank you. We thank you for who you are in our lives. And God, we pray that you will become the center of our lives, that every piece of our life, God, whether it is in our job, our finances, our love lives, our children's lives, our grandchildren's lives, whoever it may be, Heavenly Father, God, I pray that you will be the center of it all. Lord, we love you. We honor you. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Well, thank you guys for listening to my story today about what's been going on with me and my health. And I'm hoping that it helps you and it challenges you because I know this situation has definitely challenged me um, to do better with my health because I am not getting any younger. We are all getting older every day. I love you guys so much. This is Phenomenally Purposeful You and I'll see and I'll talk to you soon. Ciao.